J Filmcast. I am Josh, your host number one, and this is the uh, man your grandmothers warned you about, Justin. Hello. Um, let's see, what's what's good in film news today? Uh, Spider-Man, the animated film, they just announced would will feature Miles Morales, so everyone who's clamoring for a uh, ethnically appropriate Spider-Man will now be able to watch why does every superhero have to be ethnic? Miles Morales, because that's the wave of the future. Uh, it's just what people want, and I mean, I, I guess you know. As so, far like, what as if they make like a Black Batman? Are they still gonna call him the Dark Knight, or would it be Black Man? Oh, the Dark Knight. Yes, because that would be racially insensitive. Uh, okay. Anyways, um, yeah. So, uh, his for those of you who don't know who Miles Morales is, his first appearance in the Spider-Man universe was back in 2011 during Ultimate Fallout 4, which happens after the death of Peter Parker, which uh, isn't you know permanent because nothing in comic books is permanent. Um, and can let, let can you guess how Miles Morales got his powers? If you were to uh, just throw something Did out, there. Did he touch Peter Parker's body and it transferred? Mm, no. Did he drink Peter Parker's blood? No. Was he bitten by a radioactive mm, spider? Ding! That's oh. it. Yeah. I that mean, is original. I mean, they're they're talking about like breaking, you know, racial barriers with Miles Morales, but he got his powers while breaking into Oscorp. So I mean, I don't want to point that out or anything, but I kind of just did. So, anyways, <laughs> next topic. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has been. A, he's a famously busy man who's always starting things and I mean never finishing I them. you know we don't know if he's not finishing them they might just be taking him forever to do but he's an excellent filmmaker great writer great director great producer uh, he's been talking about Hellboy 3 for what was the first one came out in 2004 and 2008 and now it's 2016 so the past eight years and at first, he kind of dashed our hopes of having Hellboy 3. They're just going to prop Ron Perlman up. Yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman is, like, getting to that point. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Sons of Anarchy, but he was just... I suppose you could have another actor play him, but then have him do the voice. No, that's like true. Darth Vader. But, I mean, he's got that shape to his face. Like, he was the most perfect person to play Hellboy. <laughs> because they hardly had to use any makeup? They hardly had to use any makeup. They just <laughs> had to paint his skin red and put some horns on his forehead. Um... But anyways, uh, Del Toro took to Twitter the other night and put up a petition saying, if you give this tweet 1,000 or 100,000 votes, I will sit down and have a conversation with both Ron Perlman and Mike Manola, who is the uh, writer and uh, drawer, I guess you call him, of the Hellboy animator. comic book, animator. Um, so it, it ended up getting 160,000 votes. Uh, so... He already sat down with Perlman, and now he's sitting down with Manola, but whether or not this will go anywhere, we'll see. Both, I mean... Well, Perlman, a long time ago, already said he's down for He already another. said he'd do it. He wants yeah. to give it to the fans because the fans have been asking for it. Um, he... Because, I mean, if you look at the numbers, like, Hellboy came out in 2004, it cost $66 million to make, and it brought in $99.3 million. You got, you got your money's worth. You got your money's worth. I mean, granted, it didn't, it didn't get its money's worth until the DVD sales came out, but... 
It, I thought it was a well popular, well liked movie. I liked it. I mean, it, yeah. compared to it was a lot, ri- it was original. It was original compared to a lot of superhero movies. You kind of go into them, you know what well, you're going to get. It was it was right. It was up there with like the first superhero movies or comic books adapted into movies. It was yeah. like one of the first right up there with like Iron Man and yeah, and the if, Dark Knight. If you consider like how ridiculous some of like the the villains are like yeah. in hell we're not ridiculous but like fantastic i guess you could call it yeah like they did a really good job of it. it wasn't like blade it wasn't like uh the punisher it wasn't yeah you know it's just it was more pg than those ones were yeah it was more of a it's it's, it's there for everybody it, it broadcast to a wider demographic yeah well, I mean, yeah, too, and you don't because you don't need to like Hellboy is he's fairly clean. I mean, he says crap a lot, but it's like as far as his comic books go, you don't have like nudity, you don't have any nah. of the like the swear words that are bleeped out in little like yeah symbols or whatever it is. But you don't even have like a lot of like blood and none of that stuff. Yeah, but that's that's what people love about Hellboy is that his comic books are all sarcasm and one liners, and that's why Ron Perlman did. That's why, that that's why it was built, so well, built for Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman's life is a one-liner. No offense if you're watching this, but uh, and then we go on to Hellboy Two. The Golden Army came out in 2008. Came out within months of both Iron Man and The Dark Knight, and it it caught. It was you know it wasn't the best movie, but it's I think still, it, it it did so well because the first one had such a following. It was it it didn't do so well. The first one didn't do so well in the box office, but it had more of a following once it got rolling on DVD and everybody word of mouth and stuff. And then that's what generated so much buzz and uh, money for the second one. Uh, it, it obviously did very well. I just didn't like the way it was written and the story seemed kind of wonky. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was different. It was definitely different. It won some awards, best creature makeup and all that. But yeah. I just feel like they didn't do enough backstory. It's just like, hey, there's this whole completely different world from the world that they just introduced right underneath this one. Yeah, that's true. Um, but you have the uh, sorry. Um, okay, but yeah. So let, let's look at the numbers for that one though. It again, it cost eighty five million dollars to make, which is about fourteen off of what the other one was. Yeah, uh, and it brought in one hundred sixty million dollars. So that was almost double. So I don't know why. If it's a timing issue or what it was, but these movies have consistently turned a profit, so I don't know why it's taken them eight years to. Because companies think, yeah, they they you almost pretty much doubled your money there, but you think like for like recent releases, you know, they put like a couple hundred thousand into it, and then or a couple hundred million into it, and then it explodes and they get a billion dollars in revenue right off the bat in the first several like month of the release. That's what they considered a good return. Greedy. Greedy corporate it really, it's greed. dogs. It's greed. Greed. It's greed. Greed. All right. Um, now for movies coming out this week. Would you like to do the honors of reading this list here? Sure. I mean, uh, we have the 20th Century Woman. I thought that was a production company at first. Uh, Antarctica, Ice and Sky. I'm assuming that's a documentary. Uh, Bakery in Brooklyn. I'm sure it's all about muffins. Detour. Uh, dubious Sources. Face oh, Song. Um, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. I'm assuming that's either a film, foreign film, or something, maybe? or uh, you know, uh, my father, my father died. You look yeah, like they I just mean, kind of that, trailed off there at the that, end. Uh, well, I mean, at least you know what the movie's about going into. Well, I suppose it. it's, uh, it's definitely not going to be about you know walking cats or anything. <laughs> so, and the list goes on. Pen- I think it's Panique. 
Or Paniquay. Paniquay? Yeah. I, I would have said Panic, but that's not how it's spelled. Uh, Split, which I think is a good movie. I'm going to go see it. It's about, uh, looks like a homicidal maniac with about 50 personalities. It looks creepy. I, it's, it's, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, right? It is. So I'm expecting some retarded twist at the end. But I'm still going to go see it because it's had the most... It's it's had the it's looked the best out of all of his crap he's done in the past. Yeah, the last like four movies have been. It's gonna end with like the girls being crazy, or they're not even there, and they're not there. They're not even there. It's all Ooh. in James McAvoy's head. Or they're they're gonna walk out of the warehouse they're keeping them in. It turns out they've been in a village that's been isolated from society for the past fifty years. Yeah, and the only way to get back to their their real world is to go through the bottom of the swimming pool. Mm, yes, and then. I don't know, I was, tr- I was trying to make a grandma, <laughs> whatever that grandma's house movie, which was actually really good, except for like the, the poop and the kid's face part was a little too much for me. But, mm-hmm. um, all right, continue. Uh, staying vertical. I'm assuming that's provided not that's falling down. Either a porn uh, or a, yeah. uh, like, could you do porn standing up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, strike a pose. I feel like they're just, they're just lazy on these titles. The Founder, which is pretty good. It's about the start of the fat epidemic in the United States, about the founding of McDonald's, McDonald's chains and restaurants. So mm. we can thank Michael Keaton for making this fat. Yeah. Uh, the Red Turtle. I believe that's an anime movie, but I'm not sure. That would be a safe assumption. I think so. Uh, the Resurrection of Gavin Stone. Not entirely sure what the hell that is. Uh, it's something about a guy pretending to be... Christian for a Christian product. I don't know. I have. I just from what I picked up on the trailer, it features Brett Dalton of Agents of Shield, who obviously isn't a part of the show anymore. Spoiler alert. Um, I don't. I don't catch up on that show. Hmm. Uh, the Sunshine Makers. This looks like a bright pick. Whoa. <laughs> uh, Trespass Against Us. I don't know about that one. And uh, for all of you who are a big fan of Vin Diesel, Triple X. The Return of Xander Cage, and also every other actor who's ever played Triple X. Because I just watched the second trailer, and Ice Cube is in it. So it's like the Avengers with Triple X, or the Expendables. Well, well, now it's no longer an individual who's called Triple X. It's an organization called Triple X. Because you've got, like... That can actually be really deceiving if you think about it. Triple X, it sounds like a porn company. Yeah, like a porn corporation. We are Triple X, so what do you, you know... I mean, it, it's got a bunch of huge people, and it's got, uh, oh gosh, Donnie Yen. Donnie Which Yen. Which is weird, because Donnie Yen was hesitant about taking part in Star Wars, because he didn't want to be typecasted. But then jumped right on the bandwagon right into Triple X. Like, uh, you know, okay. But doesn't it, it also has Tony Jaa in it. To- does it? I know Tony Jaa was in the last Fast and the Furious, and that... It's clearly a marketing strategy. They're trying to appeal to you know different countries to watch these movies, which makes sense. Well, they've got them. They've got uh, Ruby Rose. So there's your, your you know lesbian. If you're in the movies, if you're confused about your life, yeah, Ruby, yeah. Ruby Roses. And my personal favorite has Rory McCain, which is the Hound from Game of Thrones. Oh. Or he was also the guy who only said one word in the entire movie of Hot Fuzz. Oh, you're right. He was the, the retarded guy who always said Yarp. You're right. Yes. Oh. Yes. So I'm excited for that. 
Uh, I'll go see it just because it's a triple X movie. Well, from what I understand, like it's a bad movie, but it's fun to watch. That's what all the reviews well, have said. That's what any triple X so movie was. So that's what you should expect. But plot. I mean, like, it, there's like never a down moment. There's always, even when like people are just sitting down talking, there's a grenade gets chucked into things, which is you know, um, your typical Vin yeah. Diesel movie. And Vin Diesel, he's he's getting up there. You can you can see the wrinkly head. And his head is not as muscular as it used to be. Yeah, and he's, and he's really coming to the end of his in action all career. Fairness, though, I did. I might be one of the few people in America who enjoyed watching The Last Witch Hunter. I never watched it. It was a bad movie, but I was, was a fan of the last Riddick movie, though. I really enjoyed it. I, it didn't do anything. Like it was a good movie, but it didn't. Well, because it, it went back to the first one. Yeah, but it didn't like it didn't progress at all. Like it didn't progress a story. You're like, okay, here, because they had this big, interesting necromancer plot, and you're like, you want to know what happens to them? They kind of explain a little bit, but then all of a sudden he's stuck on a planet again. It's like I thought that was I thought that I thought that was too. You're you're launching this character into a position so far from where he started out. He was just this nobody killer on a planet on a prison transport, and now you're launching him into this hero, gonna fight an entire evil empire. It was better when he was just a gritty outlaw on the run, yeah. which is what the third movie went back to. It wasn't an it wasn't like an over the top action movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a Pitch Black was a great movie, but I mean, if you're going to introduce all this lore, you need to elaborate on it. You can't just like say, mm. "Hey, this is happening," and then boom, it's like a completely. One thing I didn't like about it is it kind of was the same. That was the first movie all over again. Hey, it's dark and there's water. Now there's these monsters coming out of the ground that is exactly the same plot as the first one. Yeah. And we have to get off this planet. I, I just hope, they're talking about the this next one's going to be a prequel, but like I hope they don't do that. I want to just... If you're going to do a prequel, you're going to have to get somebody else to play Riddick. You need to kill Riddick or you need to progress his story. That's all I'm saying. Pretty much. Um, okay, in trailers today we have Logan and Power Rangers. So we have, we're actually going to watch them live so you can see how we react to them. Um, Probably bad. Probably bad. All right. Well, here is Logan. I'm get your phone to work. I get this to work. Big computer here. We're gonna use the phone. Yep. Hello. You know you gotta pay for that, right? Hey. Come on. Ah! The girl from Stranger Things. Not okay. Like the one person I, don't, I, I, I know, I don't. I, I gotta have to go on binge watch it. We got ourselves an X Men fan. Oh, name drop in the movie. Now. Look at that. Something like a little shameless promotion. In the real world, people die. In fact, though, X Men's coming to an I don't want to talk about it. Logan, oh, yeah. just stop. No, Colin Gordon's story about everything that's coming to an end. Are there any human stuff? Yeah, because now Marvel is reclaiming all this stuff. I don't think so. I believe this is his last movie. We in the sequel. No. See, no. they go ahead and they just reveal no. that she's no. X-23. I like the mystery for a show where you, don't, you weren't sure if she was or not. You kind of knew. Though. I mean, yeah. I thought they were going to do something pretty but you know they show him as an old man. He's got all these scars. Well, how do you get all those scars? You never know his face. It's human fact. This is based on old man Logan. It's human fact. He's slowing down. Whatever it is you think I am. She needs to. Because he's only like what five hundred years old. Someone to come off. 
someone has come along. Yeah, I am happy with that. I guess this is the This is supposed to be his last movie, though. Kind of here? Yeah, this is his last movie. Well, it makes sense. He's getting up there. They got plenty of people that will get one. Yeah. Seal it. Of course. Money, money, t-shirt classic over and running for the forest. Money that people think up. I still have time. I like it. I like what they do with the trailers. They're like, I don't people don't like gritty. I like gritty. I, I, I like that it's going to be the first R-rated X-Men movie. That's what people have wanted all along. I just like, you know, because you always show him stabbing these dudes and he comes out and his claws got nothing on him. Yeah, yeah. You gotta be careful what you're doing. I like it. I mean, I, it, it, it would have been, I would think how good those movies would have been if they could have been R rated. Yeah. All the way through. Yes. I mean, they would just, I mean, that's, I think they would have made so much more money. Oh, for sure. Well, that's what the fans want. They blood. Just, they want blood. I mean, if Deadpool did so well, and that's just a prime example. All right, coming at you next, we have the Power Rangers trailer. Which kind of biased because I still like the original today. one. Uh, you know, you're not they're not going to make anything like the original now. And you can say that that was a TV show, but they also made movies with the original cast. They did. None of us really know each other. We're all screw-ups. But somehow... We were all in the same place See, right at the same time when Billy found this point. This seems like... The first, the first trailer they released, they released this, the teaser trailer, it made it seem like this was The Breakfast Club. It felt like I was watching The Breakfast Club. The Power Rangers kind of are The Breakfast Club. But on the show, they aren't. Special powers. In the show, they're supposed to be the good kids. Oh, that's true. That's true. They're the examples for everybody else, but these are all the... And then, see, and see right here, they're making them to where even when they're not in the suits, they're like super powerful. That's not how it was. Yeah. Uh, that's true. They just rely. They all they had were costume rangers. Did I just hear you say we're power rangers? Brian Cranston right there. Joke? We're talking to Bob. Uh, I was kind of expecting a little Bill Hader. <laughs> so where were you last night? Me and four kids found a spaceship buried underground. I'm pretty sure I'm a superhero. Yeah, that's every mom's like, yeah, first creation. The Rangers were a legion of warriors. You must become those warriors. So this is like Breaking Bad and the Record Club. Combine them to move this together. Kanye West. Especially when I get powers and stuff, I like to go on You were born for this. And then I browse. She is pure evil. This movie is gonna be too much to the gold are. I know. I feel like the problem with the movie is that they rely too much on the gold. Your brain automatically goes, hey, that's not real. But it does look slightly better than a guy dressed in a suit. Yeah. This is your time. Modern expectations. I'm not I'm hoping to be totally surprised. I mean, because, you know, I just watched today, I just rewatched uh, the Aliens movie. And that was no CGI. That was all practical effects. I hope Alien Covenant is and good. We'll see. It's, we'll see if they can recover from Prometheus. Sounds like they're trying to cash in on the... Uh... Well, they're trying to recover. The, the Prometheus was so... I, I like from the, from the Alien movie. I like Prometheus. I'll admit I like Prometheus as a standalone movie. 
how it how it works into the universe of aliens and predators, I'm not entirely sold on it. I I, I get that. I, get I mean, that. The, I, even I, the alien at the end didn't even look like the aliens because it has to evolve. I mean, it kind of cancels out a lot of the writing they did on the first few movies. But hey, here's the hoping. You know, especially with Ridley Scott movies, a little dialogue fixes everything. So of course, because it makes some like little piece of just little piece of fits that makes it all connect. Little piece, anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the uh, Double J Film Cast. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Radio.